If you've followed me for any amount of time, you know how much I love a good productivity resource, especially when that resource is designed specifically for us as assistants. Office Otter integrates your messaging apps and email to capture tasks, then helps you streamline your workflow by allowing you to prioritize and rank them. In addition to these benefits, you can also create recurring tasks, turn a task into a task template, quantify and pull reports of all your work, how awesome is that, and so much more. The best part is you can sign up for free. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more and get started. Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, welcome to March, everyone. I could not be more thrilled that we are headed into spring. It is a lovely, beautiful day here in Denver. The sun is out, the sky is blue, and I've got my tea here at my desk, and I'm recording this podcast. I'm coming to you live today. So last week, I talked about how to know what it is that you want, and that episode was laying the groundwork for this week's episode, where I'm going to be breaking down a new concept for you all, and that concept is what matches. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen before this one because it's actually helpful to know what it is that you want before we can actually address whether or not your current position is a want match. So what is a want match exactly? In relationships, a want match is where you basically want the same thing as your partner. You are aligned on most major decisions, including children, where you want to live, lifestyle choices, that sort of thing. I'm going to be kind of spinning this a little bit, and I'm going to be talking about this concept as an assistant and as it relates to our roles and our positions. So this concept was initially brought to me by my coach and trainer, Brooke Castillo, Um, and I love this because I feel like we often don't view our roles like from the place of want match. What ends up happening is we end up getting really frustrated in our roles with something and then judging the other person or judging the situation or (laughs) judging our executive. Um, And, you know, sometimes rightfully so, other times it's just not a want match. So um, in our roles as assistants, chiefs of staff, administrative professionals, a want match is when your expectations align closely with your executive or manager's expectations and desires. I'm going to say that again. In our roles as assistants, chiefs of staff, or administrative professionals, a want match is where your expectations and desires align closely with your executive or manager's expectations and desires, or perhaps the expectations and desires of the company as well. So you're aligned on key functions of your role, you want to do the role, and your executive wants the role done in the same way that you want to do the role. The expectations of both the executive and assistant are aligned for the most part. So some examples of situations where there's a want match. Um, Your executive expects you to work until 5.30 and you are able and willing and want to work until 5.30 as well. You expect your executive to meet with you weekly and your executive is happy to meet with you weekly. Your executive expects you will not work during your time off and you don't want to work during your time off. So that's, those are examples of want matches. 
Uh, you want exactly what your executive wants. Your executive is happy to oblige on what you want. Um, and you guys are, are mostly aligned. Some examples of situations where there isn't a want match. <laughs> you were asked to run a personal errand, like pick up the dry cleaning, and you were brought on solely as an executive assistant uh, for the business and are not interested in doing personal assistant work and you don't want to pick up the dry cleaning. Or here's another example of where there is not a want match. You, exec- you expect your executive to keep his hands off his calendar, but he continually is in there meddling and wants to add things. Or you are expected to be on call over the weekends and evenings, and you don't want to be on call on weekends and evenings. So those are some examples of like little misalignments or want matches. So basically the idea of a want match is that there's alignment in most places. Now, there's no such thing as a 100% want match. I'm going to repeat that because this is important for this episode. There is no such thing as a 100% want match. Everyone has different values. Everyone has different boundaries. Everyone has different expectations. So that's also really good to note. There is no such thing as a 100% want match. And when I think about this in terms of relationships, the same thing applies. There's no such thing as a 100% want match in terms of relationships either, right? Like you may want to go to one restaurant and your husband may want to go to another restaurant. You may want to spend your evenings at home. Your husband may want to, or partner may want to spend their evenings out and about with friends. You want to go dancing. Your husband's not a dancer, is not into that. Not everything is a want match. And that's okay. We don't have to have a 100% want match all the time. We don't have to align fully on everything all the time. So I just want to put that as a part of this episode because I think often we get in our brains like, oh, I I must, this must be a want match. I must align 100% with my executive in order for this partnership to work out. That's not necessarily true. It's not necessarily true. So now I'm just going to share what to do if you don't have a want match in your role and if you don't really align on the major components of your role. So we can, we can let the little things go, right? Like the things that don't irk us, bother us, um, we can let those things go generally. You know, the little misalignments here and there. What we're really going to be focusing on today are those big things, like the core function of your role, the way you want to do your role, and the way your executive wants the role to be done, the expectations of both the executive and assistant, like overall expectations of the function of the role, and then the expectation of the individual executive and the assistant. So what do you do if you don't have a want match or you're feeling like, by and large, you're out of alignment with your position at a larger scale? Well, the first thing I would suggest that we all do is to set healthy boundaries. So the boundaries you set will help determine whether or not the role is a want match. Say that again. The boundaries you choose to set for yourself will help to determine whether or not the role overall, I'm not talking about the one-off small misalignments, but your role as a whole is a want match. So for example, if you want to be done at five or 5.30 or whenever you're done with your day, if you just want to shut off and not look at work and your executive works all the time and he wants you at his beck and call all the time and he's constantly pinging you in the evening, That is a good example of not having a want match. You can totally set a boundary around that. You can tell him, hey, please only text if it's an emergency. If it can wait till the next day, please email me. But your executive is going to do what he wants to do or she wants to do. 
They're just going to be them. They're going to do them 100%, right? So you have a couple different ways then in which you can react or decide, but just know that that may be a want match difference. You want to be off when you're off and your executive wants to ping you when you're off. He wants to be have access to you after hours. He wants to have access to you over the weekend. There's some misalignment there, right? So you can set a boundary around that and just say, like, if you reach out to me on the weekends, I'm not going to respond. If you reach out to me on the evenings, I'm not going to respond. And if he doesn't like that, and if that's a problem, that just means that you guys want different things. It's not a want match. So it's it's fascinating because like we can set those boundaries for ourselves. And if it's not a want match, we don't have to judge our executive. We don't have to judge anybody else. Like everybody's boundaries are different. Everybody's values are different. All that means is you don't have a want match there. And so boundaries are a good way to get clarity with regards to your position. Is your position overall a want match? Well, are your boundaries being respected? If you set a boundary, is it being respected? And by respected, I mean they can push back a few times for sure. But overall, if your executive is disgruntled or upset that you're taking the time off and that you aren't responding to his texts on the weekends or after hours or emails or anything like that, it's just a sign that there is no want match there. So how do we respond if there's no want want match? We can either stay or leave. And so I do have some good guidelines for when to stay and when to leave. And I'm just going to share some of those with you now. So I recommend staying in your role if you've been hopping from role to role or looking for the perfect situation. I see this a lot, especially when assistants stay too long in a previous position. So they'll stay in a role that's like really awful and they've been treated terribly and there was some sort of manipulation or unhealthy behavior or after leaving a role where they were completely burnt out. So they burn out, they're frustrated, they're upset, they've not been respected in their previous role, they get into a new role and their brain wants to freak out the second somebody tests a boundary, the second somebody pushes back on a boundary, the second that that their list is not 100% perfect or their desires aren't 100% met, or there isn't quite 100% a want match, even in the little things. So we may freak out if our executive reaches out to us on the weekends, if our former executive was reaching out to us on the weekends all the time, right? But this is a new situation. So I definitely recommend staying in your role if you've been hopping from role to role or looking for the perfect situation, because I got to tell you, there's no such thing as a perfect situation. And I'm going to go into that in a minute here. So I recommend staying in your role because where we go, there we are. For a lot of us, I highly recommend that we do the work to become happy where we are first before we move on. I actually did this in my marriage last year or the last couple of years, I became happy in my marriage. And then from that place, I decided whether or not I wanted to stay or leave. And then I ended up separating from my husband and then we ended up getting back together, right? But I did that work up front and I took the time to actually examine what was going on for me and not just run away. And there's kind of this knee-jerk response when we're coming out of a terrible situation or we're coming out of a situation where we probably should have left sooner or we're coming out of a situation where we didn't feel respected or heard or valued or there was some kind of toxicity in that situation is that we tend to want to run away and and we can carry that with us through our career. And then we can like hop from one job to the next job to the next job looking for the perfect situation when one does not exist. Life is always going to be 50-50. 
And what do I mean by that? I mean that life is always going to be 50% challenging and 50% awesome. And so looking for the perfect, I'm using air quotes around that perfect situation, you're kind of looking for something that probably doesn't exist, right? So I recommend staying in your role currently if you're in a better situation, if it's just those like little things that are really driving you nuts, but like little piccadillies, little oddities, like the role overall is not a mismatch. So I would just examine what's going on in your brain and ask yourself, is this a deal breaker or isn't it? Like, is there really a values misalignment here or did my executive just miss the mark and reach out to me on the weekends when I prefer him not to? And can we have a conversation about this and then just move on instead of going back through, oh my gosh, this is like the same situation that I was in before, right? So I think, I think that making the, the decision to become happy with our role before we decide to leave will ensure you're making this, the decision to stay or go from an empowered place. You're not making a decision from a place of like feeling trapped or anything like that. You're making a plate, the decision from a place of like, I'm happy in this current role. I do feel like I could find a role that's a better fit. Let's explore it and just see what's out there. That's, that's way different than approaching it from like, oh my gosh, I like this person didn't respect my boundary and I'm out. I'm done. Right? So I recommend staying in that situation for sure, because there's a lot for you to explore within yourself. There's a lot of growth that can happen for you if you're actually in a pretty decent environment, but your brain is freaking out because there's something similar to your previous role that may have been total crap. And I also recommend staying if you feel you have something to learn from your current role. Even if it's not the best situation or environment, like I I have worked with clients before where I've given them, like we've worked on a timeline. Like I love, I, I, this is not like an ideal fit, but I'm learning so much and I still feel like I have X, Y, and Z to learn in my current position before I move on. So we'll come up with a plan for exiting that feels like empowered because they still feel like they have something to learn in their current role, in their current position, in that current place of life that they're in and in the current situation, right? So those are a couple situations in which I recommend staying. I recommend leaving if the fear of leaving is the only thing keeping you in your current role. So I think so many of us, like we think that we're too old to find a new position or we think that we're underqualified to find a new position or we've just become so comfortable where we're at. And it's kind of like a frog in hot water thing where we don't wanna look for a new position because the economy is bad and we're sure that we aren't gonna find a new position and so many layoffs been happening in, in the States or whatever and so we don't even go out to look for a new role out of fear I believe that the world is our oyster and I believe that there is always another role right around the corner waiting for us. Maybe a better role if you're in a situation where you feel like you're being underutilized or, or if fear is keeping you stuck in your current position. So I recommend that you all write out or list out where the want matches are and where the want matches are lacking, right? You need to write out the list of where the want matches are and where, the, where they aren't. So for example, you can write out, my executive and I are a good personality fit. My executive tends to mess with his calendar some. So you've got one positive, one negative, want matches, right? And so you can actually kind of outline and see on paper outside of you what that looks like. You can actually assess and take a step back instead of having all of those thoughts kind of like in your brain unorganized. You can actually see a list of what the want matches are 
a list of where the want matches are lacking. So that's the first tip I have for you when it comes to deciding whether or not you want to stay or leave. Um, I also feel like it's it's highly important, like it's very important to make that decision from a place of abundance and not from a place of lack like I was just talking about or from a place of fear. And the second thing is that we need to all realize that life is always going to be 50-50. So there is no such thing as a perfect role. You may have a lot of alignment with your executive, but my guess is that there are certain tasks that you don't like doing. For me, those tasks were expense reports. <laughs> it was not my favorite task in the world. Um, and I didn't like moving things on my executive's calendar. Like once it was on the calendar, I didn't like moving it. So like it would drive me nuts when when there would be a request to move something or whatever like that. I just, it's not my favorite. But that's part of the job. Like that was part of the role, Right. And so we have to realize that life is always going to be 50-50. And for the most part, our job is going to be 50-50 too. There are going to be things that we like and things that we don't. It doesn't, nothing has gone wrong if, if you are unsatisfied with certain parts of your role. So that's another thing to consider. Whether you're, if you're considering staying or leaving, that's just another thing to consider. And last but not least, certainly this is like the biggest thing. I want you to like your reason. I want you to get real clarity on whether or not you want to stay in your role, whether or not your role is a want match for you, whether or not you want to leave your role, whether or not your role is a want match for you. And then I want you to like your reason for staying or leaving. Right? So I just left a role myself. And I left primarily because... The role had shifted so much over the last five years of me doing it, and I wanted to create space for them to get someone in there who would be a better fit for the role as it is currently. That's one reason why I left. But the primary reason why I left is because Whole Assistant is doing pretty well, and I felt that if I could put the full weight of my focus and attention behind Whole Assistant, I could really make it grow. And it's scary for sure because I'm not getting like the steady standard paycheck, like, pay out every couple weeks. But I'm really excited to be able to focus on whole assistant for the first time in the last four and a half years since I started it. And I like that reason. I like the idea of being able to focus on one thing for a change and to also allow my executive to kind of ideate what he wants my role to look like moving forward and to come up with the right person for that role. I was a person who came in and set up um, processes and procedures. I found the right vendors for him and his homes. I found the right vendors for him and his family office. I, I set up a lot and it was an amazing time. And I have nothing but respect and admiration for my executive. Um, but I think I just had to admit to myself that the role had shifted over time as they do. And so now it seems like the right time. Last month seemed like the right time. And um, I took the leap and I'm super excited I did, but I really like my reasons for leaving. And those reasons are, I wanted to see that what I'm capable of with whole assistant. And I wanted to see this grow and I want to create impact and I want to create change in our industry. And I want to coach assistants to really level up. I want to coach assistants to really love their role. I want to coach assistants to really feel empowered to make decisions that they feel good about. 
And that is just so exciting to me. I feel like my zone of excellence is being an amazing EA. I feel like my zone of genius could be running my business and coaching and helping other assistants make the best use of their time, be the most amazing rock star, amazing EAs that they can be. So that is why I left. And I love that reason, right? So that is what I have for you guys today. I'm just going to kind of review here. So we talked about what a want match is. First of all, a want match is when you basically want the same thing as your executive and organization. There is also no such thing as a 100% want match. Everybody has different values, boundaries, expectations. I also shared a bit about what to do if you don't have a want match overall in your role. If you feel like mostly you're misaligned with your executive and organization and we set healthy boundaries, Uh, And that's a really good way to get clarity around whether or not you have a want match in your role. If if, if the boundaries are a problem for your executive, that may mean that you don't have a real want match. Uh, I also talked about when to stay and when to leave a role. So yeah, that's what I have for you guys today. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you want to know how to get out of your role or if you want some clarity for yourself around all of this and you are curious about working with me, you can schedule a discovery call for free. And I love these calls because typically the person who I'm meeting with will walk away with such clarity. They're like, okay, that's why I'm feeling this way. Okay, these are the things I need to work on. Even if we decide not to work together, they like typically you will walk away with so much clarity. It's going to be so helpful. And I love these calls. I do not care whether or not you work with me. I just want to be of service to you and I want you guys to get clarity around your role and whether or not this feels like a good fit and where you want to take your career and all of those fun questions around it all. So you can go to, you can email me at annie at wholeassistant.com to schedule that that discovery call or you can go to my website at www.wholeassistant.com to schedule that discovery call as well. And I look forward to meeting with you. And that is what I have for you guys today. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. I help assistants apply the concepts I share on this podcast. If you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you, please email me at annie at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call. 